0: to Highlander Rewatched, the podcast where each and every week we discuss another facet of the Highlander universe. Usually we're talking about the series, the movies, uh, could be comic books more recently, all sorts of good stuff. I'm one of your rewatchers. I'm Keith. This is Kyle. This is Eamon. And we are wrapping up a pretty long day of podcasting. We've been podcasting since like 10 a.m. this morning, drinking many uh... Was that still today?
1: That feels
0: like a a previous
2: day. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I'm a
0: different human now than I was when we started. After some of the arguments we got and today about Highlander it mm-hmm. does it does feel very long and arduous we were arguing for what seemed like hours about how many entrances there are to Joe's bar. It got yeah. crazy. <laughs> it was the weirdest conversation we've ever had. I'm uncomfortable in my own
1: skin now. <laughs> that's right. Well, I think we started recording 500 years ago on the planet Zeist. <laughs> and, so I think, and now I here think we are. Where we started. We're going to
0: yeah. on all that later. Yeah. Uh, so today's a very special episode because, well, we're not going to be talking about the, well, we're going to be talking about the series kind of tangentially, I guess. Indirectly. Indirectly. Obliquely. So a lot of you listeners out there uh, have known that this past, what was it, December, we went to, we traveled to Lakeland, Florida, to take part in the Lashcon Highlander Gathering. It was...
1: The 30th anniversary gathering...
0: Oh, you you oh, were that, gonna define that, it that way.
1: Yeah,
2: I was okay. gonna define That's it right. with an expletive, but yeah. you said, yeah, the the orgy of
1: incompetence. The
0: orgy was, of incompetence."
2: <laughs> that was the Lashcon event, uh, but, but it was great because
0: uh, we got to meet a lot of great people. Uh, even though the event was kind of a mess, and, and
2: that, I don't know about you, but that really wet my appetite for a
0: dare I say a higher caliber.
2: Absolutely, of, it's of like highlander
0: event. Clearly, there must be something better out there for highlander fans. And guess what? There. Is what, yes? Uh, so we've got two guests on our show today to talk to you about that very thing a brilliantly put together, professional in every way, Highlander convention. Uh, please welcome to the show, uh, well, friend of the show now, uh, former podcast guest and author of Fearful Symmetry, the Essential Guide to All Things Highlander, author John Mosby. Welcome to the show.
3: Hey, Thanks, John, thank you very much for having me. Hi, welcome you guys.
0: Uh, and uh, organizer and head of Highlander Worldwide, the official convention uh i guess provider of highlander carmel mcpherson thank you very much for joining us carmel
4: thank you for having me all the way across the continent
0: yeah this is like a a time
4: zone
2: spanning event right now yeah it's like we're traveling through time just having this conversation that's true it's very special (laughs) this
3: podcast is bigger on the inside
2: (laughs) as a little uh icebreaker a little way of uh easing our way into the show we thought it might be fun to to play a little game (laughs) So, okay. <laughs> uh, oh, don't be nervous. Don't this is be a, nervous. This is, a, this is a, an easy game. This is a little game we call 3 and 5. I will say a category of thing, and you have five seconds to name three examples that fall within that category. And for the purposes of scoring, we're going we're gonna to give you some teams that I hope you develop a, a, a severe clan rivalry related to <laughs> later. So for the purpose of this game, for scoring, it'll be uh, Carmel and Keith versus Eamon and John. All right, all right. It's on now.
0: Okay. So
2: lose. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, if you lose, it'll be Keith's fault. Like, oh, it, I'm, I'm calling okay. that. I I'll right. call that. It's yeah. inevitably my fault. So the
2: way the scoring works is, like I said, you've got five seconds to name three things that fall within that category. You get one point for each one that you get correct, and if you get all three, you get four points. It's like a little extra bonus point. It's very special. So Keith and Amon, you'll go first, and then. We'll cycle through it. So that by the time we get to to John and Carmel, they'll they'll have gotten the gist. All right. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. You know, I don't know if people sound excited enough. I'm not
0: sure if I. like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Amy. Oh, I'm gonna smash this beer can on my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Now we're talking. So. There it was. There, oh, there sound it was. Effects. Savage. So, uh, yeah. All right. Magic of Foley. All right. Ready to play? I'm ready. I'm nervous because I, when I'm on the spot, I do not perform well. <laughs> and now you've got an audience. Like, I know. And you, you have a teammate
1: that, depending on you. Yeah.
2: yeah. If you screw up now, John Mosley is going to know you're a poser. So, like, That's true. Ready? I'm I'm. I'm going to do my best. Keith, in this show, Mac has a lot of run-ins with old friends. Name me three friends that Duncan McLeod kills in this show.
0: Oh, uh, so we got Cullen. Uh, we have... Oh, no. Oh, oh no. Your five seconds is up. You get one point. Oh, I blew it. That's yeah, I really did. I got one. I got five one. Goes,
4: that five seconds goes very quickly. It does. I, that's that's was, five a, seconds.
2: That was a gentleman's yeah. five seconds.
0: <laughs> he kills so many of his friends, yeah, too. It's and shocking <laughs> how many of his
2: friends he kills. Like, being Mac's buddy is a death sentence. It is. All right.
4: Yeah. If, you can't, if you can't remember the name, can you just sort of say, you know, um, the episode name? Or uh, you have to name? So...
2: I would say go for it. I'm a arbitrary and capricious judge, so I might give it to you sometimes.
3: <laughs> that, that guy with the long coat and the long hair. Yeah, there no, we go. There we go. Yeah, that
1: <laughs> that works.
0: counts. Oh, that's all three. You just it's, nailed all of them. Yeah.
1: Is that Dominic <laughs> Batone?
0: <laughs> that's right. There's one of them. Boom. There we go. All right, Kyle. What else yeah, we got?
2: Eamon, it is oh. your turn. Ready to rock? I'm ready. Eamon, taking a a liberal definition of the term. Name me three artists that exist in the Wander <laughs>
1: universe. Ooh, uh, Tessa um Ooh, uh, J- uh, Joe Dawson. Uh, 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 ooh. ooh, and you're out nope. of time. Yeah. But that's two. That's two right there. Oh, yeah.
4: John, they're getting harder. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know there was going to be a test.
0: I know. <laughs> this I is just, like...
4: I did go and watch all the episodes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do here. That's right. I know if only i had a really good reference
2: book to hand oh i know like if only one of the people participating in this game had written an essential guide to this thing
1: yes we can't see you, John, so if you want to pull that off the shelf. Yeah, if you right. guys are, you can use like, it.
2: I can call out Keith and Amon, but if you guys are aggressively cheating,
4: I will be
1: none the wiser. <laughs> and Carmel, you're online. Pull up a Google search or yeah. something. I was going to
4: say, by the time I get to Google, my five seconds are being.
1: <laughs> That's the hardest thing
2: about this game. Like,
4: yeah.
2: people tend to get two right away, and then that third one. Oh. But Carmel, it's your turn. Uh oh. Are you ready to rock? Yeah. Which, speaking of that transition, your question is: Please name three songs from Queen featured in Highlander.
4: Princes of the Universe, Uh, It's a a Kind of Magic, Uh, and Live Forever.
0: Yeah, look at that! Yeah, Yeah, look at that! You got it! Boom! You're crushing us, and we Uh, do this professionally every week. (laughs) Yeah, professionally is a strong (laughs) word. That's right. (laughs) All
1: right, John, get that book out. I
0: know
2: it it just got (laughs) real. She just got four points for that, so. The pressure is on. John. Yo, yeah. You ready? No. Go on. <laughs> Can you please name me three Highlander villains whose name begin with a
3: K sound? <laughs> uh, Kronos, Cullen, and oh, God. Um, the Kurgan.
0: Yeah. There you go. All right. In the nick wow. of
2: time. I gotta say, guys, so far the guests are crushing you. Yes. They have yeah. both
1: gotten four points for their trouble. And I got two. Good job.
2: I yeah. got you guys. one. Yeah. <laughs> so right now, Team Eamon and John has six points to Keith and Carmel's five points. So all right. It's still Ooh. tight, though. It's all right. You got one more round to, to pull this thing out. Time I'm not breaker. optimistic for you, Keith. No, I'm not either. <laughs> for you, personally. I'm sure Carmel's going to carry you, but <laughs> uh, Keith... Name me three episodes without an
0: immortal adversary. Ooh. Oh, man. Uh, So uh, Family Tree, Um, uh, uh, See No Evil.
4: Uh, ah! Oh, all right, I got That's two. two. That's two. Okay, I right. wow. got two. That good job. Oh, well done, God! I would have got none by <laughs> <Yeah, first> the time, <laughs> time, time I thought of them. Yeah, I,
1: yeah. I'm awful, like recalling the episode names. Yes, yes. we like, we
0: often
4: forget the episode we talk
0: about week to week. Yeah. We're like, what's this episode called? Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, you pulled out Family Tree, the where the the non immortal adversary is not having a dad. Yep. Yeah. So you know. <laughs> Amen. Yes. this one's going to be an in-gag, so Ooh. this is for you exclusively. Mm-hmm. Name me three nicknames we've given Immortals in Highlander.
1: Oh, so there's Carrot, um, <laughs> there is uh, Dominic the Zone Patone, uh, and there is uh, Richie Raw Dog Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there it is. All right, you got it. That was a, that was
2: a generous five seconds, but I'm, I'm inclined to give it to you. I appreciate that. Carmel, you ready to rock?
4: Yes.
2: Oh, you're you're crushing it. You're yeah. gonna get this. I know it. Yeah, I, I believe in you. Can you name me three of Duncan McCloud's girlfriends? Here we go.
4: Uh, Lisa, Tessa, Anne. Except I think I said Lisa. Who is Anne?
3: <laughs> oh, oh, <that's> right. <laughs> oh. Mm. you know I'm what? Sh- I'm sure in all his time there's been a Lisa. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. exactly.
1: Yep. <laughs>
2: And that gets around, yeah. All right, John. Hello, right. Final, final shot here.
1: We got this, John.
2: I believe in you. Which okay. I, I'm the judge, so I should not show partiality like that. But I still believe in you. <laughs> <laughs> Just in general. Yeah, John. Yeah. Can you name me three weapons that Duncan MacLeod uses in Highlander? Uh, a katana, a saber, and his bare hands. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, you know go. what? He's a lethal weapon. I'll give it yeah. to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I
0: will take it. The Which
2: unstoppable
0: is, beefcake that is Duncan <laughs>
2: MacLeod. <laughs> Duncan MacLeod in his bare hands. Yeah. <laughs> Duncan MacLeod's meat hooks are a deadly weapon. Oh, so that means Keith, you blew it, man. I did. That I, very first question, you only got 1 point and that is Actually, you know what? It wasn't even close. I'm just kidding. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so it is uh 14 to 11. Wow. The winners are Eamon and John.
1: Woo-hoo. Very good. Good yeah. job, John. Well, the,
2: thing I was, the thing I was kidding about is it wasn't just about the first round. It was that you blew both of your questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Keith, yeah. so. Keith, Carmel's a first-time guest.
2: I know. I let her down. I know. Car- Carmel aced hers. She got eight points total. Yikes. For her two things. Well, I got to
0: brush up on this. I got uh, really to keep re-watching. On the second one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So.
2: That's how you play three and five. I hope you had as much fun as we did.
0: Very good. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I was like, this sounds like a wrap-up. Thanks for coming on the show. It's yeah. over. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was fun. See you guys. Yeah, bye-bye. Yeah, All right. No. So the real reason that you guys are on the show is because We're, as a vessel to embarrass Keith. And we've yes. done that. So every week I'm embarrassed by my answers. Uh, so uh, you guys are putting on the tenth Highlander worldwide convention this coming well, October. It's
4: actually, it is actually the eleventh
0: that 's right the eleventh oh there 's an extra one it 's like the I bonus mucked, one
4: mucked things up when we when we did um, uh, i think it was in two thousand and five or six we did a we called it the workshop because it didn 't take the format in some ways of a conventional con it was very much a behind the scenes looking at the creative um, the art of production so we took four episodes and we followed those four episodes through from script to screen so we didn't actually give that one a number stupidly so we're sort of now bugging ourselves up because uh we have to call this highlander 10 otherwise everyone would be totally confused right <laughs> but it, it is actually our 11th convention
0: awesome That's- what what made you guys want to put on this 10th convention 11th We just, established, I'm sorry, I'm we just <laughs> established that these See, go to eleven. This, this is why I get the questions wrong week yeah. to week. Is because
4: no, that's all, no, you're allowed to call it Highland Worldwide right. Ten. Otherwise, everyone we're, will think I've registered for the wrong convention. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We're like Doctor
3: um, Who. We, we we have a war convention somewhere. Right. <laughs> so what was the
0: impetus well, for putting this on?
4: um to be honest the last sort of few years have been somewhat busy for me um for various reasons and um including quite a number of moves and you know um an aged parent and so on and many and young grandchildren that needed looking after and um and so on but um so but i could i could just see a whole new energy in the fandom and um you know including yourselves you know and um and i thought you know what it's so I started to just sort of put feelers out to John and the others, saying, you know, you know, maybe it's time that we should um, put another one on. And then LashCon announced. Hey so, And then we thought, and then I thought, oh well, God, I, you know, I can't go in and um, announce Highlander worldwide because you know that would just um, you know look look a bit mean. Um, so so we held back, even though I, I have to say. My my instincts are very good, and, and right from the outset, I was thinking, oh, this is not going to end well. Um, yeah, I mean, so, your, your instincts you know, were better
2: than ours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah i got to say, so you've got that feather in your cap.
4: And, um, and and particularly when I heard he was using my name you know, with guests, saying that you know I was right behind him. I'd never spoken to the bloke deliberately. Wow. You know? um, I mean, I, I really didn't want Highlander Worldwide's name anywhere near it because, I mean, we've spent 20 years building up, you know, our reputation. So um so we thought well look we'll just wait until that's over in December and and then we'll announce uh what we're doing. So so that's what we did. Um but but yeah it was a it was a direct reaction to you know what, it's it's not Highlander isn't actually uh losing people, it's actually gaining it. There's actually, I think you know, over the last sort of two two, three years I've sort of just you've just seen this pulsating energy um, so I thought well let's test that out Yeah. <laughs> and also, also I felt a real obligation after this, the schmozzle in Florida did you did know, say
2: schmozzle?
4: yeah schmozzle that is fans. not
2: a word I know and I am loving it so far
4: <laughs> oh, alright the fans <laughs> deserve better than that Highlander deserves better than that you know and I thought you know what we've done this ten times already Let's um, let's dust ourselves off and have another go
3: I mean, it was something, as Carmel as said, it was something of a godsend in some ways or, or back, sort of backhanded thing that because Lashcon didn't work and because we had basically before we knew it wasn't going to work, it gave us that breathing space. So there was, should we do something in 2016? Well, that would be a lot of pressure. These things take a lot of time. As soon as Lashcon announced, there was that kind of, right, we don't have to do anything this year. We can take our time. And and then when that fell apart, it was like, right, it's even more important that we do it properly, but we still have a bit of time, you know, and do it later on in 2017 rather than rush it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, that was the the announcement of the 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 Highlander worldwide 11 really kind of it, at least in my mind the excitement kind of amped up because as I was at Lashcon I was kind of like oh you know it would be good to do this again and and do it right.
3: All right that was the thing There was a lot of people right at the end i mean there was a, there was people like myself and stuff who were you know angry at what had happened you know we'd been cheated out of money uh, and lied to um And I I said to Carmel at the time, I said, you know, there's a a feeling, there's a real negative feeling here. There's a lot of fans pulling together, which is always a great thing. But there there was that kind of this, it shouldn't go out like this. And, you know, that was the point when Carmel said, well... You know, have a few words with people and say, you know, maybe this isn't you know, going to be the end. Maybe there will be a, a convention. And that's when we started sort of saying, right, how how do we lay the blueprint out? And, you know, normally we probably wouldn't have announced anything until about now. Uh, but we felt it was important to announce to people that there was an intention to do something properly.
2: Yeah. And I mean, I know I personally found that kind of meaningful just because we're kind of on the younger side of Highlander fans. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Like... Like, we grew up watching it as teenagers. Yeah, like, on, like, the, mm-hmm. the... In syndication on, like, Spike TV or whatever. Right. Like, mm-hmm. network was showing it. So I kind of feel like I missed the boat on Highlander conventions and things like that. Like, that was a whole thing that I would have been too young for during the first... A lot of the first rodeos for things like that.
0: Yeah, when the show was going off the air, I was 13 years old, I think. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like, I was too That's young hard. to... Yeah, I was <laughs> too too young to go to the convention, so
4: because oh, Kareem, who um, runs the Davis Panzer, you he's, know um, he's a pro. Was, he was telling me that his first convention was Anaheim, um, which was ninety eight and I think he said he was twelve Wow. <laughs> yeah.
3: there yeah. you go, oh God, yeah. I feel old oh,
2: no. If it makes but, you feel better, John, I was ten <laughs>
4: <laughs> well that's why I think that the energy that i 'm talking about and uh, and the fact that you are all so technically savvy and across the social media. I I think that, you know, that's really what's, um, you know, given it the enormous sort of um, reboot, really. And plus, it's now
2: available online on, like, YouTube and Hulu and things like like,
4: that. You don't
2: have to have, like, spent a bunch of money on a box set or something like that anywhere along the line now to to watch these things, which is great. So what can people expect uh, in October? Like, what's the what are the the main draws? Who are the, the Highlander heavy hitters that they can expect to see in Los Angeles?
4: Um, John, or, or John's got his, his, um, uh, virtual bat out or his gag. Carmel
3: <laughs> <laughs> Ka- 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 has, the, has the capacity quite often to re- reel out everybody. It's like, we can't win them yet. <laughs>
4: <laughs> um, you, you, you can expect to see the heavy hitters. Um, absolutely. And, um, so, uh, Sean Connery's well, going to be there. Right? right. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's what you're saying. That's, Sean is going to be there. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I mean, I think we've already announced, haven't we, Adrian? And um, are you going to say who we've announced, John? Just yeah,
3: that's I'm but Formally, we've announced uh, Adrian, Elizabeth, uh, F. Braun McCash, David Abramowitz, uh, and Jim Burns. And I think uh, from what I was, I was having a conversation with Carmel earlier on today, I think we can tell you right now that uh, Anthony DeLongis will be there as well. Very nice. Very excellent.
2: We'll be doing one of his uh, whip classes or other
3: kind of yes. events as well yeah well, he and mary uh, here and Mary are great people, and they're just great people to hang out with but yeah we haven't formalized the schedule exactly for Friday Friday's our classes uh, sort of day of the convention um we've got to liaise with everybody and obviously make sure everybody um because we have an area for the classes, so we've just got to make sure everything fits together, so we haven't got the schedule for that, but Friday will be our big um training day as it were
0: it's it's kind of One of the unique things about Highlander, can you tell us more about what classes are going to be offered? I mean, a lot of shows, you know, when you go to like a Star Trek convention, you know, Captain Picard's not teaching you a class about (laughs) phaser shooting, (laughs) about phasers or something like that. Like the people that are in Highlander literally are experts on how to do a lot of these things that are exhibited in the show. And so that's a really unique thing about Highlander conventions.
4: That's right. That's why. I mean, really, that's how we call ourselves a boutique convention we don't set out to have a thousand people or two thousand people we want the people that are there <coughs> to have a yeah quite an intimate experience really and um, and the, we, we put the guests to work they know that <laughs> <laughs> um, you know so um, so for example, as you said, you know what can people expect well obviously the cabaret um, all the guests are expected to perform for fans you Ooh. know um what kind of performances
2: so, have you gotten in the past out of these people
4: oh we've had fabulous ones we had adrian do a carter for us um at our last convention which was amazing um in fact that's on dvd um lizzie lizzie actually wrote a, a scene for duncan and amanda um ken Gould was a hoot was it i mean i mean every one of them jim of course will um yeah there'll be a concert with jim I'm uh, trying to what everybody else did. I mean, we had dances, we had singing, we had Peter playing a guitar for us. We had Richard Ridings and uh, his daughter Freya singing. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, they come up with all sorts of things. We have a DVD called The Immortal Cabaret, actually, from Highlander Worldwide 9.
2: Awesome. Uh, and I'm just, I'm just picturing now this the cast of
0: the movie Cabaret just storing all the Highlander fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's something interesting also on your site, is you offer a lot of products from the past conventions, like there's DVDs of, a lot of the stuff that's already happened which is neat
4: oh god you would not believe what we've we've still got that hasn't even been put together yeah (laughs) really we've
3: we've just been doing the new website so it's not possible at the moment to see everything but we are once now we've got the tickets and stuff out of the way and the booking started for the convention we're going to be turning our attention towards that so that will be built up on the website again you'll be able to see the full list
4: and you'll start to see lots of video clips and things on the website too now that we're sort of you know, really in many ways back up and running. Um, So getting back to your question on the um, Friday, there'll be uh, whip workshops, there'll be knife workshops. Adrian is doing um, two, will probably end up doing two sword experiences. So, uh, Lizzie has a fabulous fan class, fan Carter class that she does. Um, there could well also be, um, an acting class. Yeah. So who, who and, do you think would put on the acting class? Oh, well, I don't know who that could be. Keith,
0: but, you should um, attend
4: so, but there's also then, um, there'll be people, um, we're hoping to also attract the younger demographic like yourself. So, yeah, I think there'll be people also who may be interested in talking um, to you people and, and to others who do the podcasts and social media about, you know, um, how all that works and so on and, and getting across it. So, so we're not just restricting those classes to the the obvious sort of thing. Um, there will be people who. There's only 50 will come to the meet and greet, so that will leave. Um, we well, hope, hopefully, about 150 others. So we'll have things. And that can be, that can be happening as well from sort of five o'clock onwards on the Friday um, night and um, and on the Saturday as well. So there's there's other times throughout the weekend when there might be just smaller, more niche workshops. Um, I want to have um, certainly we'll probably have a panel. I think. On things. I want one on fan fiction. I think fan fiction has been integral in keeping the franchise alive. We're not interested in filler. You know, time's really precious. Right. Um, right. it, it'll go quickly over the weekend. So I've been to the Comic Cons with Adrian and I, I, I organised one for the Highlander people in Paris at Paris Comic Con and we were there with them and um, it's just. You know those big cons. They're so impersonal, you know, and um, and just a, and just sort of a standard. Um, you know, I think pretty lazy sort of panels and so on and so right. forth. So, so every panel it will be really thought through as to what's the value out of this panel. What 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 do we really you know what, want to get out of it? You know, um, so the guests really enjoy it as well and are a bit challenged because people like Ken Gord, Don Payne, so, you know, um, I mean they're just fabulous and and their knowledge on. Highlander and the opportunity to talk about it with people who actually care is really precious.
3: I mean, I, th- I think that's it. Over the years, we, we haven't we haven't we've never tried to. Be- I think there's there's lots of room for lots of different conventions. That you know that some that are autograph led, some things that are like the San Diego Comic Con, which are massive. We've ne- I think that was perhaps one of the problems with LashCon, was that they sort of decided they were going to be massive and then had to sort of keep diluting stuff and, and you know coming and reducing. We do the opposite way. We've learned over you know a decade or, or more that what you do is you start with a really good center and then you spread out as you can from. That and we've always known what the center is, which is it's not just you know people coming and saying, Oh, look, there's an actor that was in a series, it's that discussion about Highlander, it's that making the fans as important in some ways as the guests that are there as well.
2: Yeah, I mean, Lashcon definitely decided they were gonna be massive and then forgot to invite people. Uh, (laughs) That was that was an
4: odd strategic choice, I'm not sure I understand Uh, it, but. I call that wishful thinking management. Yeah. yeah, there you go. yeah.
1: Mm. It was a wish. I mean, and the other thing about Lashcon is it's billed <laughs> as, like, a Highlander con, but, you know, I mean, the other guests, I, I felt kind of bad for them, like they were sold a bill of goods or something, because, like, nobody was paying attention to them. Everybody was paying attention to the Highlander folks, because that's who they were there to see.
3: Yeah. It, it, yeah, a, yeah. It's a long list of of, of yeah. things that he, you know, that that the, the organizer of that did wrong. Uh, I mean, I, I don't want to spend hours, you know, knocking him. I could. Sure. Uh, <laughs> we could spend days. I, to, I mean, they did a lot of things wrong, which I think were just common sense things that you do. right. But I, I don't think, to be fair, I don't think it started out as a as a as a con trick. I just think it was somebody who got massively out of their debt uh, de- uh, depth, uh and decided in the end to you know to sort of run away and hide and, and con people, um, which is a shame. We we are always very much up front and always have been. Which is this is what we do. We're a, you know we're we're not trying to be the big big convention out. You know we usually between about two or three hundred people. That's a really good number to go for. I think it's you know it's intimate without you know but without but having lots of stuff going on as well.
0: Totally. And the the fact that this is an intimate convention is. I think the biggest draw to it. Uh, and so you mentioned the meet and greet. So can you tell us more about like what the meet and greet entails, what it costs and what people can expect? Uh, because that's a really unique opportunity that most people don't get to get when they go to like a big San Diego, San Diego comic con. I've been to the New York comic con a bunch. I think Eamon has as well. Yeah, like, definitely. and it's like, you don't get to interact with people. So tell us what that experience is like.
4: We're actually restricting it to 50 people. Um, if, if we're overwhelmed, we might have, we might look at where we might put a second one on. Um, and it is actually half more than half filled already. Um, wow. but uh so fifty people and um you know, all the, the major guests are all there and um I I tend to be the sheepdog, um and we'll have a few others who you know make sure that there's a um no one person just hogs Adrian Paul or you know. <laughs> and, and that, so that would be Eamon.
2: Like, yeah. <laughs> He's very handsome. <laughs> yeah. Adrian Paul, so, not Eamon. Um,
4: you know so I mean obviously the guests don't want to um you know ever be rude to anybody so so you know we we we're just there to make sure that there's movement at the station you know that that things are moving around people are getting a chance to meet uh, particular people quite often people will come to me and say oh you know I'm um, I I particularly I really would love to meet x you know so um yeah and that might not be one of the big stars that you're thinking of but so so it's just yeah we really I really try to accommodate um, everybody and make sure everybody has the sort of experience they're after, which is often just to, you know, um, often they just want to thank them, to be honest, you know, just say thank you, you know, to their face, you know, for the many, many years of enjoyment that have been brought into their lives. And um, so it's just enabling um, conversations, you know, in a, um, and there'll be like, um, you know, some cocktail food and drinks and so on too. Yes. So just, so just a, a very pleasant social interaction.
0: To relate a personal story about being at a comic convention and <laughs> I, know, I was like, what is this? Oh, to, like that that urge to thank somebody for what they've given because a lot of these things, Highlander in particular, has meant a lot to a lot of us fans. Uh, yes. And it, yes. it, it is interesting how much that urge to thank someone kind of comes over you because I, I remember a couple years ago I was at the New York Comic Con. And I got to meet Carol Spinney, who is Big Bird. Big Bird. Big Bird. (laughs) You know, comic hero Big Bird. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Anyway, I was, like, awestruck. I was, like, I I remember shaking his hand. I was, like, thank you so much, Mr. Spinney. Like, you do, like, you have touched me in ways that so many other things obviously haven't. Like, and it's, like, you're a great person, and... I don't know. I was overwhelmed by the sense when I met him that I was like, I really want to thank this person for what he did to me and what he continues to do for a lot of people out there. And so I, I think that's really important.
4: I mean, our aim is that, you know, anyone who leaves the room, guests and um, uh, attendees, you know, feels positive about the experience. That's, that's what We really set out to give people, you know, genuinely pleasant experiences, very positive experiences. Yeah, I was scarred by some of the earlier cons that I went to where I just, honestly, I just didn't feel fans were treated that well. Mm. And I mm. saw some individual instances where fans were really embarrassed and one was pulled off an autograph queue. I just oh, my God, Yikes. you know, what, what's going This is outrageous. So, you know, I, I was raised to say you treat people in the way you like to be treated, you know, so that's, that's, that's what our cons are about. We... Everyone has to be treated in the way that we ourselves would like to be treated at a similar event. So it's as simple as that. I think everyone overcomplicates life, to be quite honest. If, um, if everyone was just kind to other people, I don't think we'd have, have too many problems. Absolutely.
3: It's, I, 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 another lesson I, we learned from Carol Spinney in Big Bird. That's right. I remember going to the, uh, the Anaheim celebration um, you what, know, well, ninety eight. Ninety-eight was that? Yes.
4: Yep. Not well, okay.
3: that long ago. And and I always often tell this story. I I met my wife uh, at, uh, at that convention, and I remember sitting at a table. There was her. There was a couple of friends. There was uh, somebody who worked for NASA. There was somebody who was a I think a major in the army. There was a teacher. Uh, and I remember saying at that evening when I was sitting around the table that that Highlander was that great leveler because all these people from different parts of the world, Joe you know, came from IOI, I'm, I'm from England, we wouldn't necessarily have ended up at the same table unless, unless there was that common denominator. And I've always thought that Highlander and conventions are that great leveler, that it doesn't matter where you are geographically, it doesn't matter how old you are, it doesn't matter what sex you are, it doesn't matter really what politics you are to, 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 to a large extent either. It's that leveler, you find that common ground, and if you find that common ground lifelong friendships have, have, have blossomed, and I think Highlander is is, is largely responsible for that.
4: Yes, yeah, and, and, yeah, John, you're so right. And, in fact, I think Star Trek is was the same, you know, for me, where uh, yeah. it, 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 I remember having this conversation actually with um, Peter, Peter Wingfield in Paris. We did a tour. We've done about six tours as well, and, uh, and I was saying to him, you know, it really... Um, it used to annoy me that people would put down fans and fandom if it was associated with an electronic media. Uh, Not if you're a book fan, that was quite okay, but if it was to do with television or movies, it was like, yeah, we're all a bit wacky or something. Um, And yet I I said, but look at every, every sports fan. I mean, they could all turn up in their, you know, thousands with painted faces and with their uniforms and costumes and so on. And no one thinks twice about that or, or that you know, what they'll pay to go to their events and so on. I said, but you transfer it to a television show and all of a sudden we're geeks. So I think that's um, you know, sort of been a, a, a big change where, you know, probably thanks to the Big uh, the big Bang Theory and, and other things that, um, you know, geeks are actually something to be proud of. And, and actually all it is is somebody who takes a particular interest in a particular um, imaginary world, if you like. <laughs> Um, and if it was Jane Austen, we'd be getting gold stars, you
2: know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm mostly impressed by your experience in loving books because I, I have never felt like that's been my experience in being like a nebbish book nerd of people. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Yeah,
3: well, I think it is now. I think it is now. I think I think you know the reading is so many books are being made into movies, which can be a good and bad thing. But quite often, if it ignites your interest in the original material, then. Sure um you know i think that's a good thing
2: Um, like all these things they told me growing up that reading was cool it's like all becoming true now (laughs) that's right (laughs) keith i am a diehard highlander fan i love highlander so much and i am a huge fan of this podcast
0: de facto because i'm a member of it how can i show my support and get some really cool shit in the process Oh, there is one really great way you can support this podcast and support your love of Highlander by heading on over to our Facebook page and picking up a set of our awesome new Highlander magnets, uh, which are available for the price of $25 plus shipping and handling. What do you get for that amazing price? It's an awesome collection of five magnets featuring all your favorite characters. We've got Duncan McLeod, Amanda, Joe, Mythos, and a really cool alternate 1600s Scottish Highlands McLeod. Awesome. Eamon, who made these things? like what awesome artist somewhere made these things it
1: was me yeah oh. i made them with the help of you guys and davis panzer productions
0: definitely these are fully authorized highlander merchandise from the highlander rewatch podcast yeah right. uh, and if you're an international listener we can ship these internationally now uh so don't buy them from our facebook page but head over to etsy.com and just search for highlander rewatched and if you place your order through etsy we can ship anywhere in the world. Well, I pretty much wherever Etsy can ship, wherever FedEx or whoever's going to ship it can ship. We can't we can... ship to
1: the planet Zeist.
0: Nope, though. no shipping to Zeist.
2: So, how did the two of you end up connecting? Obviously, you've been involved in Howler Worldwide for a while. This isn't your first rodeo. <laughs> how,
3: how how did the two of you come together? Uh- I, I met Carmel at uh, Carmel. I think the first time we ever met was probably at the Chronicles event. I think you came across for the Chronicles in England. Am I right? I think that was.
4: Yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yes. That was the first
3: time I think we ever spoke. What was that event, um, um, if you don't the, mind? So Chronicles was a, was a small event. So there were two Chronicles events uh, running Manchester and Birmingham in England in 98 and 99. Uh, run by a lovely lady called Carol Luby, uh, who actually kind of, this, uh, who's kind of responsible for getting me into, so I was, I, st- long story short, um, I knew them socially, and uh, Carol Luby, um, I think Peter Winfield was due to be at one of the Chronicles events, and he had to drop out, and I just interviewed Valentine Pelker, because he came, he came from my hometown, and Carol just said, "I don't suppose there's any chance of getting Valentine." And and I just said, "I'll, I'll you know I'll I'll reach out." And that's how I got involved with conventions. I met Carmel uh, there, and I kept bumping into Carmel at all you know these at these conventions across the, across the planet. And then one day, Carmel said to me, um, "Have you ever considered you know going to Australia?" To which my answer was, "When I win the lottery, you know that is definitely on my bucket list of things to do." <laughs> and she said, "No, would you like, you know, would you like to be a, a guest?" And I said, "Let me think about that for a yes." <laughs> uh, <Okay. laughs> and yeah, I came down. I was a guest. Uh, was it? I think it was under, Down Under Five. And then I, I, they'd never been, been able to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> Just glommed <squammed> on.
4: <laughs> and um, as you know, yeah, can we also, John? Um, is fabulous with all of the graphic design and so on. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So, who's, been whose our... idea was
2: the gathering? Oh, that's John. Because <laughs> that, is,
4: that is well, well, very we, we clever. Knew going, we knew it was going to be the twenty um, fifth anniversary of the gathering episode his first showing of the
3: gathering I thought I, I, I thought I was being i was being really subtle and then about about within about 10 minutes of the graphic going up people went ah gathering yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, ah, it be subtle? <laughs> yeah it's
2: it's pretty good so what else do people need to know to participate in this highlander event what do the the people listening to this right now need to do to get involved to to They're get the their tickets to <laughs> make moves
4: they, 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 well, they need to register. Obviously, get a ticket to come because, as I say, it is a it is a boutique affair. Um, and um, look, you know, I, I, I think um, doing things like um, plugging into Highlander rewatched, to be quite honest, you know, um, Boom. Yeah, for me, who who watched the episodes and obviously knew them inside out and back to front, but we could all do with a refresher. So, um, you know, I, I think just re plugging in, um, you know, you you've you've got an obvious platform for people to do that. Because one of the things I used to love very much was the conversations that happened around the episodes and the different points of view. And David Abramovitz, of course, is always fabulous on the ethics side. So yeah. I, I, I think you know, if people start doing that, then you know they'll they'll arrive really sort of fired up. Um, you know, they'll have good, good questions, good discussions with each other and, and with the guests.
1: I mean, I think that's one of the great things about Highlander that I think might get overlooked beyond sword fights and trench coats. Is like, yeah, there are a lot of like great like things you could debate about. You know, what it means to be immortal, or what it means to be a good person or a bad person, or like what it means to live like a good life. That you know, yes. Highlander yes. raises those questions like really well, mm-hmm. and I yeah. think that gets overlooked and is kind of something people could really latch onto.
4: I I'm actually still amazed and I don't think it is just um at how well the episodes still stand up when you, you know, when you rewatch them compared to a lot of the crap that's you know currently on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, with the exception of the fashion, it holds up phenomenally. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Real talk. Stan Kirsch, is he going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> just 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 asking it cuz I really I'm feeling some Stan curse right now.
3: we get <laughs> Stop that immediately. Stop it! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> his,
2: his,
4: his lawyers will be calling it's, me. Uh, it would
3: be really nice if he if he if he could come, wouldn't it, Carmel? It would be nice if he could come. It'd
4: be fabulous. Yeah.
3: Yeah. It would be very nice if you could come, yes. Is there,
2: like, I can't see your
3: face. Are you winking while you're saying this to each other? <laughs> I, I can say at this point that, 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 that the only people who are officially coming that we're, that will say are the people we've said. There are certain people that we'd certainly like to and we would hope to be able to announce, but we can't announce anybody other than we've said so far. I respect that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so what's, you know, what? I res- I, I'm
2: i respecting
0: it while winking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so Makes let's sense. talk the nitty gritty. So, uh, how do they log on to get these tickets, and what
3: are they going to cost? I mean, the the basic thing is to go to to our website highlanderworldwide dot com, um, and basically uh, all the details are there. There's a, a, a page for the gathering. uh, broken down into the announcements. The hotel uh, costs. We've got a special rate at the uh, the Crown Plaza at LAX. Um, so people can sort of go through there and see uh, what, you know, what, what they want to do. The actual convention itself, the general admission uh, is $280. Uh, that includes getting a comb booklet and schedule, uh, the ID badge, obviously, admission to all the Saturday and Sunday panels uh, and a free autograph from our six major guests uh, mm. that will be there. Um, there's preferred seating which i have to say has been going phenomenally well today we as we're talking to you now we we only launched a few hours ago and i can say that i think that's about three quarters gone already the, the preferred wow. seating, um that's basically the first three rows uh of of that so people just get that be- slightly better everybody's going to get a good view of the stage but it's that just being that little bit closer to the stage and getting that better eyeline that should be the first three uh, I, think, I think it's the first three rows that we're doing there uh, the meet and greet, which we've, we discussed, that's um, so the preferred seating is three hundred and forty dollars. The meet and greet, uh, one hundred and twenty-five, as I say, because that's a kind of unique experience where it's much more relaxed uh, and, and up close and personal. Uh, limited to fifty places, as I say, which um, is, is is doing really well at the moment as well. The cabaret that that Carmel mentioned, uh, taking place on Saturday evening, uh, that's eighty dollars. Uh, I'm not sure. Sh- I, 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 now you've caught me on the hop. I'm not sure. I think there's a, a limit of 200 for that max. This is just, a gotcha this- show, so we're, like, really trying <laughs> to do yeah, I'm, 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 I'm doing, this, doing this mentally. I'm not cheating by looking at our website as I'm talking to you in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> uh, would uh, rewatched is fake news, so. <laughs> uh <laughs> fake news um, but it's yeah so those are the, the best ways we did it that way and 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 carmel was i think very clever in this in in, in saying there are people who are coming you know some vast distances uh, some people who are going to be in los angeles um and if if you did sort of one massive fee then at the end of the day you would have that thing of saying well that would have to be pretty expensive and people might not want to do everything that was involved. Some people are going to be, you know, interested in going to the meet and greet. Some people aren't. Some people are there to see old friends and just see the stuff on panels and stuff and aren't really, you know, bothered about that. Some people are, are going there and saying, "I have to be there," you know, and it's great. So what we said was, there's the general admission. There's the kind of upper tier if you want to be in the in the first three rows but apart from that everything else is you know is kind of optional you can add those on if you're interested and if you're not interested you can save money and if you are we're trying to be
4: good value we also looked at the costs um uh, so i'd been to a, a few comic cons and so on um myself um, when adrian or peter or someone was signing and um yeah, and we looked at all of those costs, and and I went through and did a lot of research as well um, because I think it'll be, you know two eighty. But honestly, I mean, when I look at okay, they might only charge you know twenty bucks or forty, fifty bucks or yeah you know, to get in, but then every time you pull a tissue, you're spending another twenty five, fifty dollars. Right. So we uh, what I wanted was a more of a one stop shop where okay you spend two hundred eighty, mm-hmm. but you're not then having to spend 25 30 or $50 on the autograph of each of those six people either. So, uh, so that's, you know, that's taken care of. And then we will have the guests um, as well. Um, we'll have their own merchandise tables um, and we'll also be offering autographs if people do want to get them. But as John said, that's completely optional. If they want, for example, a picture with Adrian or Elizabeth and so on, well, well that will be extra. Um, but that's up to the guests to decide pricing on that.
3: And if there, is, if there are people who uh, who, you know, who want you know, stalls or, or tables and stuff like that, they can contact us as well. I know there's been a few, as Carmel said, who have already sort of expressed interest and we're, we're trying to work out the, the sort of the layout at the moment to make sure everything is. And then we'll, that's one of the things on our list uh, to go through with them. Um, but, yeah, so I mean there's potential for vendors and stuff to be there uh, if they want to be. and um, We'll have an area for them. Perfect. Well, that and, sounds pretty um,
4: exciting. Yeah, <laughs> and, and with a lot of the younger demographic there, um, I'm bringing my niece along, who's very excited, um, Annika, and uh, you know she's already come up with is some... She, is she one like... of the guests? No, no, no. She, she's, <laughs> she's, she's, she's my factotum.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> She'll be uh, you know, basically running around sort of um, you know, help, helping me out, but also um, she's very into social media, as most 30-year-olds are and so on these days, so... Um, but you know, I know also costumes are very, very um, popular. A lot of people love, you know, costuming. So, and Highland is fabulous for that. When you think of all of the different time periods that it, and flashbacks that it covers. So, you know, we're going to be looking at, um, yeah, maybe at the cabaret, you know, to um, to do something really fun um, along those lines there. That'll so be perfect. People, we'll wear our costumes as fully up,
2: functioning
3: adults. It'll yeah. be perfect. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just won't bring, bring those swords on
0: the plane. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah.
3: If people want to dress up, that's great. Just remember, you know, uh, two things. One, the swords have to be peace bonded. And two, this is holy ground. <laughs>
2: there you go. <laughs> All right. So, where can people know? find <laughs> you guys if they want to follow your presence on Facebook or whatever, social media, catch up on what you're doing, follow your projects, buy your book maybe, just spitball in here?
4: Yeah, well, I mean, they can always um, contact us on, on Highlander Worldwide Facebook page. We have set up an events page as well off that page for Highlander Worldwide Ten. We've got a Twitter account, but I mean, they could always just email contact hlww or gmail dot com or highlanderworldwide at gmail dot com.
3: A, a lot of stuff there on the Facebook page. I mean, the thing about us is hey, the what,
4: web page. The web page.
3: Yeah, I mean, everything on, I mean, there's a lot of stuff on Facebook, there's a lot of stuff on our uh, website stuff as well. If you you want to see the people involved, um, you can go to our website and there's a page there that shows us all in technical glory. Um, the people sort of who are on the uh, the committee and stuff. I, the, the thing is, we're we're all pretty accessible. I think. I mean, the one thing uh, you know, the actors and stars are fairly accessible. I think the people connected with Highlander worldwide are pretty sort of we're, we're we're out there. People can talk to us. You know, I'm not the most shy and retiring person you'll ever meet. I you know. <laughs> Anybody goes to my Facebook page, you know, I I have opinions, which I'm happy to share on just about everything. Um, So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, you know, it's pretty easy. It's it's more difficult to miss us than it is to to, to find us. Carmel's out on Facebook. I'm on Facebook. You can go to the uh, Highlanderworldwide.com and, and sort of read more about the people behind Highlander and Highlander Worldwide. So one way or another, if you have a question, you know, or something like that, it's pretty easy to find us. And we're because the one advantage of people, you know, Carmel in Australia, me in Iowa, there's, you know, there's people all around is that usually that time frame means there's somebody around who will be able to answer your question or certainly will within a, you know, a quick amount of time.
2: All right. Significant question right here. Close your eyes. Picture Joe's bar. <laughs> <laughs> like picture, picture the bar. Try to think, how do you enter that bar? <laughs> like, is there one entrance? Are there multiple entrances? I can't express to you how important to the rewatchers this
3: question is. It's, it's quite oh. clear. I mean, surely, surely any self-respecting Highlander fan knows the answer to this. I'm shocked. Yeah, that's, I am too. <laughs> there, there, so. there, there, there's, there's clearly the main one. There's the uh, side entrance behind the bar where Joe disappears all the time. Right. And there's an exit to the beer cellar.
0: Yeah,
2: through the beer cellar. Oh. That is not a second floor entrance. Thank you, John. You have, <laughs> you have given me validation that I can't express the value of. And you have
0: uh. scheduled our fist fight that will occur later this evening.
3: <laughs> you see, this is, this is why you guys have to be at the convention, because Jim's going to be there, and I think Jim should probably get the final say. I, yeah, I'm, yeah. Unpre- I'm prepared to make Jim Burns
0: the neutral arbitrator <laughs> on this discussion. To
1: introduce yourself to Jim Burns and immediately ask him how many entrances were there to Joe's Bar—that's
0: like a Comic Con nightmare. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> in episode three-four, you entered
4: in this door.
1: You're just—you're parroting us.
4: I know. <laughs> this is the literal conversation. That
1: is had. what's going to happen when we I've, meet I met
4: up with. Um, I was in LA uh, recently, you know, getting stuff sorted with the hotel and whatever, and with different guests. And having lunch with Lizzie, and um, you know, she said she said oh, so, she said it's difficult because people will say to you, oh, you know, where was that where, did, where was that particular location or what was that? And she said, what they don't realise is you're picked up in the dark at you know 4am, and you're delivered onto set. You're just doing your Bit on on the set and then you're delivered back in the dark. Or and I remember with Peter, we were out at uh, Chali, um C H A L I S, I think, and mm-hmm. um, which is a beautiful Rebecca's Abbey. Remember that a lot lot of stuff actually shot at Shelley Oh, and mm-hmm. um, and we were in front of the gates of Shelley and, and Peter Peter said where well, he'd had a fight or something, a sword fight, and Peter said, "Gosh, I never knew there was an Abbey behind those gates." <laughs> And, yeah, and so, I mean, no one knows more about Highlander or the episodes actually than the fans or and probably Ken Gord and um, people, you know, like, like that. But, for, and um, obviously, I, I I mean, Adrian um, also to an extraordinarily large extent. But, but we sit there picking them apart and, you know, discussing it and all of these, you know, tracking locations and so on. And then to expect guests 20 years, you know, after the show's ended to... <laughs> to yeah, to, to know all the minutae in the way that we do is um, it's pretty unrealistic, really. I
3: think I think they've got great anecdotes, but they're frequently not specific to um, you know to sort of like the locations and stuff. You, you'll say, oh, it's more like guest stars. I remember talking to Lizzie about. um the fact that uh, Michelle Gomez um, was a guest star in one of her Raven episodes, and uh, Michelle Gomez now plays the master in Doctor Who. Oh, wow. And, there you I, go. and she couldn't remember where they were filming, but she remembered they stole a the car. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she remembers the so grand she's back. like, these are the anecdotes <laughs> you want to hear. Oh,
4: that's, a, that's an interesting anecdote, John. You and yeah. I were actually on the Cadillac Tornell for the last episode of The Raven, weren't we? But we didn't know. I didn't know
3: Which is true. Car- Carmel and I were we, we must have been feet apart. I mean, I took some photographs and I've scoured those photographs to see whether Carmel is actually on them because neither of us knew that the other was there because it was all on these last-minute things. It was the last day of filming. Oh wow!
4: I'd I, I look if I, I probably thought you were crew or something if I saw you because I remember Bill was there. Remember Bill came and um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, so that was so
2: that was interesting. So I'm, uh, what I'm hearing is you guys are famous. Yeah.
4: No, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but no, but but look, what it's been—it's been, it's been a, a fabulous opportunity to just um, bring people together. You know, it's as John said, it's and it's doing it in a, a totally different way where the externals don't matter. It's just this this singular passion for a particular universe and the ethical questions that come out of it and just the sheer fun that came out of it, you know, the um and and the admiration of the sword play and so on. Um it's it's a I used to say a oh, look, you know, we're just an excuse for a, a global, you know, travel club, a global, you know, community who just um gets a chance to meet up and, and have fun.
3: Yeah. And Highlander, yes. Highlander, just met met. I said to this not camel, not so long ago. It it's just interweaved absolutely ever, every element of my life in some way, shape, or form. Uh, journal journalism. My first published article was an article. A paid article was an article on Highlander. Was um, was it Highlander I, too? It was. Was the headline <laughs> just? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was an old magazine called Fantasia which doesn't even exist anymore a British magazine but that you know that, that, that was an important thing I've been on the set of the various movies I've um, you know, met my wife through Highlander uh, I've got various other jobs through people I know in Highlander I've travelled the world largely thanks to the wonderful person Carmel McPherson is I genuinely want to say that on the record that Carmel has just been an, an absolutely wonderful person to sort of collaborate with and, and be friends With over the years, and yeah, it's just touch. It's just what I think people find these things, and it's different things for different people. It can be Star Trek, it can be sports, it can be a rock group, it could be a line dancing class. I don't know. There's (laughs) something where people just meet, and there's a connection, and it it forms you know, they look back 10 years later and they go, Wow, that has had such an amazing effect on me. Well, we look forward to the Highlander line dancing class that will be going (laughs) on in LA. So,
2: you know, you heard it here, folks, about this Highlander Worldwide Convention. There's going to be all kinds of great guests, all kinds of unique experiences to meet and greet. And it sounds like you can really customize your experience. So we're really looking forward to being there. And thank you so much to John and Carmel for coming on and telling us all about it.
0: And all the listeners out there, just head on over to HighlanderWorldwide.com, and you've seen some of the posts that we've uh, linked from John. He's uh, been nice enough to send us some posts from Highlander Worldwide. So stay tuned to our site. If you want, follow on Facebook, Highlander Worldwide, for all the up-to-date news. But yeah, if you're interested in going to this, HighlanderWorldwide.com, and buy your tickets today for this event. Uh, And from the sounds of it, they're going quick. So if you're into this, get them quick. Not only that, but it sounds
2: like the sooner you act, the uh, more capacity they have to make this something special so yeah show your support now and you'll reap the benefits later
0: <laughs> thank you so much carmel and john for joining us it's been a pleasure talking to you and we hope to see you later this year in la oh yeah oh, really we're
4: really looking forward to it thank you very much for having us on hey it's our pleasure
0: but well, we've been your rewatchers keith kyle amen thanks for joining us join us next week where the episode will be the cross of saint Nope. Oh, it's going to be another bonus episode. I forgot what episode is airing the week after this one. It's cuz we're so prolific. Yes, exactly. And I fail every question I try to answer. <laughs> Thanks again for joining us. Uh, see you next week. Bye. Bye. See ya.
2: So we're adding we're fixing that in post. Yeah, probably. <laughs> cuz I
0: ruined our outro. And also, hey, John, good to talk to you. We haven't seen you uh, for a while since uh, the shit show (laughs) Grandier or whatever we want to call it.
3: Since the Flayed Alive Lash Con. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)